everyday objects. A glass ashtray, a porcelain vase, an electric fan. All are touched by murder. There's a piece of iron chain. It's a familiar object. Might be a bar on a gravel driveway. It might rest in an emergency truck. A use in towing an automobile. It might. In this case, it was the cause of death. Remember this, Bodvin? Hey, of course, Inspector. You knew, didn't you, we just about then closed the file on the Pelt killing? Yes, you told me. It's just as well there's no statute of limitations on murder. And today, that chain can be seen in its place in the Black Museum. Department of the London Police, we bring you the dramatic stories of the crimes recorded by the objects in Scotland Yard's Gallery of Death, the Black Museum. Oh, that's a 
Neither. Uh, but it might be possible that someone else is, or in her property, perhaps. Well, uh, look into it, Preston. If we don't, the odds are the young lady will be back until we do. Let me have a report in the morning. The morning was eight hours away. Sergeant Preston walked up the quiet street in the London suburb where each house stood alone in its own plot of ground. Even in the inadequate light from the street lamps, the sergeant could see something of well-kept lawns and trim hedges. He turned in at a concrete driveway, skirted two garages and tended back gardens, finding his way to a screen back porch where a light showed briefly. You came, sergeant. Thank you for the light. My torch. I didn't want you to try the wrong heart. This way. I thought we'd wait in the upstairs sitting room. Whatever you think best, Mist, it's your ghost. Yes, isn't it? The stairs are this way. The sergeant felt rather than saw in the darkness. It was a large house. Seemed to be several rooms on the ground floor and upstairs. They passed three closed doors before they entered the sitting room, which apparently extended the full width of the building. That's a comfortable chair. It was father's. Thank you, miss. A drink? Uh, no, thank you. Uh, I'll smoke, if I may. Yes, of course. When does he come? Midnight? Any time after I've gone to bed. Usually. Around now.
whoever, whatever it is, will be gone now. Maybe tomorrow night. Well, it'll report the city inspector. Please. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, shouldn't you go to a hotel for a while, Miss, till this is cleared up? Oh, I thought of that a week ago, Sergeant. But, well, I, I like my own room. And if it isn't my father, he won't harm me. He'd never do that. You're very certain of that, aren't you, young lady? Aren't you a bit confused? If you believe that, why worry? Why go to the police, to the yard? Why be frightened of a fatherly ghost? Well, the sergeant asked that. I know, I know, but I wanted someone else to hear him. I was scared. Maybe I was imagining things. I'll be all right, sergeant. I expect I'm safe in my own house. And so you send the sergeant on his way, the sergeant who ought to have searched the house. You take him down the back stairs and out the back door, Joan. You go upstairs, alone, to your own room, start to undress. Talk to yourself, give yourself courage. Stop it, Joan, stop it. Stop it here. There's nothing to be afraid of. You're not going crazy. Teacher, the oldest, a uh, school in Bristol. But 
impossible, Inspector. None of them... None of them would uh, want you out of the way. No, of course not. I see. Then, how do you account for this, Miss Tomlinson, Sergeant? Yes, sir. Here it is. But where did you... In the cellar of your house, under some burlap bags, right near the furnace, Miss Tomlinson. The furnace with its tin ducts to the registers in the room above. Many youngsters use these echoing ducts to imitate a ghost or to overhear what was going on in another room. As I said before, Miss Tomlinson, this is a mighty corporeal ghost. He soars through stairs. He uses hot air ducts to amplify his voice. He carries his own sound. I don't like this any more than Sergeant Pritson does, Miss. I don't like it at all. Today, that same chain can be seen in the museum. Were 
united to each other as a pack of images. Continued in the Absolutely. You were? We did. 
again. Joan left the hospital, returned to her house, to the memories, to the now silent ducks, to the still chiming clock. The first night was uneventful. Others followed. Bit by bit, Joan slipped back into her normal everyday routine, a girl in her home with a servant during the day alone at night. The ghost, the three deaths in three cities, the inspector began to take on aspects of a dream. Reality was coming home after an evening in the city, going upstairs, listening to the little clock. indulging in a little habit of talking to herself. There's nothing to worry about. Really nothing. He's gone away. Out of the country, maybe. Oh, forget Michael Stroud, Joni. Forget the whole thing. What's that? How are you, John? Feeling well? And say, Get out. Whoever you are. That won't work, Danny. You know I'm your cousin, Michael. Come to call. I, I never saw you before. In my life? I know, dear. And now that you have seen me, what else is there to live for? <laughs> you, you couldn't get away with it. Oh, yes, I could. I can. I will. You'll be a lovely suicide, dear. Carbon monoxide from the register, from the furnace. Or maybe, yes, maybe they'll call it accidental death. Inspector Howard signed you. Oh? You'll never wear you. I doubt it. He wasn't around to seize me tonight, was he? And I'm very good at hiding. More than ever tie me to Cousin Larry or Cousin Jerry or Cousin... They will. They have. (laughs) They're a fingerprint. Ah, there now. That's their worry, not mine. Now sit down. In that chair. I will. Sit down. I have it planned perfectly, John. You'll sit down. I'll tie you in that chair, shut the windows, the door, turn on the heat. You'll be gagged, too. I forgot to mention that. You'll die. No. I'll come back, put you on the bed. No. You can't make me. I said sit down and shut up. Take him in charge, Sergeant. We have enough. We're still in the bed, Sergeant. Look out! Thanks, sir. For getting his gun away, sir. Nicely handled, Sergeant. You all right, Mr. Donaldson? Yes, I, I think so. He is a very corporeal ghost. Isn't he, Inspector? Definitely. And I believe his corporeal fingerprints will match those in the handle of a very corporeal knife in Manchester, a steering wheel in Norwich, a bottle in Bristol, and a certain chain in the possession of Scotland Yard. The case was clear. The defense was helpless. The case was closed at the traditional time one morning in the usual manner. Michael Stroud at the 